This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, or should I say Jombo, and welcome to a brand new episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, shows, attractions. What happens in a theme park, it happens here on Annual Pass. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me as always is my lovely, talented, beautiful co-host, BK. Hi, Beeks. Hello, Jack. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. Jumbo. Jumbo. Hey, <laughs> if, you, if you know anything about Animal Kingdom in particular, you know what we're going to be talking about today. But hey, before we get to that, let's talk about some housekeeping. Don't forget to follow us on our social media channels. We are annual underscore pass over on Instagram. Instagram and on Twitter, we are Annual Pass Pod on TikTok, and you can go to YouTube.com/slash Annual Pass to follow us over there. Watch the live show, watch our the live show, the the live version of this, the video yes. version of the podcast, <laughs> if you'd like. Because um, so much work goes into it, please just just watch over there, or you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. But and also grab some merchandise store.roosty.com. I got I got my shirt. I'm rocking today. Fine. You can walk, you got the all good no worry shirt. Yeah. Brand new show that BK is doing right now. You can check that out. Oh, and uh, yeah, so. Anyway, we got a fun one today. Lots of big news. So we record these pretty far in advance, but I just want to say, like, right now, we're just finding out about the whole Reedy Creek, Ron DeSantis versus Disney situation, and it's <laughs> wonderful. I mean, this is like three weeks ago for, uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this thing live right now, but uh, it's been interesting. And so hopefully I'm, I'm going to be putting, be putting t- together some stuff on our YouTube channel. So hopefully that came out three weeks ago or whatever. You, I need you it, see, Jack. I need the TLDR. You can see my distilled version of kind of what's <laughs> going on. Lot, lots of chaos and drama. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, anyway, thank you very much, everyone, for watching and listening. It really does mean the world to us. We are covering one of my favorite attractions in any park. We are talking about the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Jumbo! Jumbo! Welcome to the Simba One and your week trek in the African outback with us here on the uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. So Kilimanjaro Safaris at Animal Kingdom. It opened with the park back in April 22nd, 1998. It was an opening day attraction for Animal Kingdom. Real quick, BK, what is the significance of April 22nd? Go! I your yo, uh, anniversary. Yes, but what what's special about the day other than the anniversary? April twenty second. Obviously, I, everyone knows. I don't know. It's Earth Day. Oh, Earth Day. Yeah. Oh, it, actually, Animal Kingdom opened on Earth Day. That oh, was I that didn't was know the thing. So its anniversary is April twenty second, <laughs> Earth Day. Which, as a matter of fact, that's coming up. So uh, you know, wait a minute. This is it's next week. It's Happy like, Earth Day. Yeah. So we're this is being released sometime in uh, mid April. So it's coming up on its anniversary. Uh, what is that? Eight to eight to twenty five. Twenty five years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Twenty five years. Oh, that was man. a happy coincidence, not planned at all. That <laughs> I'm doing uh, a an Animal Kingdom attraction. Uh, pretty much on the anniversary actually it's going to be about a week and a couple days so that's cool uh that's pretty cool there aren't you know animal kingdom has now been open 25 years and there aren't as there aren't very many opening day attractions left you know they've all been changed or altered or whatever um can you name some of the other attractions that have been around since opening day because you were a floridian around the yeah. t- around this time right honestly I, I could have been there when it opened really like that the that uh park is 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 pretty much almost as old as me. Okay, okay. So I was a little babe. Do I remember it all? Not sure. But uh, opening attractions. Someone was holding you like Simba yeah, walking totally. around showing you They things. were getting me in for free 99 there here. There you go. There you go. Um, I would have to say, I don't, I don't know. Is Was it tough to be a bug an it's opening attraction? It's tough to be a bug was an opening attraction. That's okay. the one inside the big tree of life in the yeah, center of the park. Yeah, never forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bugs, let, the, let the bugs leave first before you oh do. Oh, God. Worst it. nightmares. Love it. Um, let there's, me another, see. there's another big one that... Has 
has been there since opening day. I know, I know you're going to catch it. Obviously, Expedition Everest came in right, later. Right, that came in later. That came Avatar in later. came in later. Yeah, that's way later. I'm trying to think. I don't, has say, dinosaur been there that there long? There you go, dinosaur. Okay, cool. So it was. I think it's dinosaur countdown to extinction countdown to, now. Yeah, countdown to extinction. The, now. I think when it first opened, it was just called dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And so the original version of the ride, we've we've talked about it before here, but the original version of the ride didn't include. I think the iguanodon was in it, but it wasn't themed as heavily around the iguanodon mm. because the movie then came out. Yeah. So the ride itself was open before the movie, and then they like incorporated some of the movie dinosaurs okay, got it. into it. So, uh, and then also Festival of Lion King. I was gonna say Lion King had to have yeah. been there on yeah. launch. Fantastic show, by the way. Phenomenal. If you haven't seen Festival of Lion King, it's great. The monkeys doing like the the it's bouncing so around good. and dancing. It's so and the singing. Yeah, uh, singing's beautiful, and the big those big floats they yes. have with like you know Timon and Pumbaa. It's so so cool. Very very cool. It's an awesome show. I don't I don't watch these shows as much as I should. That, that's one of the things like you know like there's the frozen show over at hollywood studios mm-hmm. and um you know there's like beauty and the beast which is really good i i did i will say so hollywood studios has a bunch of shows it feels like now um the uh voyage of the little mermaid i always love that I know, show i haven't seen that oh, really? yet but finding nemo i have to vouch for okay, as well yeah. really good the puppetry awesome yeah. and they just updated that with like new screens and Ooh, stuff i didn't I know think. that yeah i need to go check that one okay out. cool uh but yeah the uh voyage of the little mermaid is really neat because at one point you like go underwater but it's like lasers and <gasps> it's like water kind of like above you is really cool oh that sounds awesome that's what i remember so anyway getting off on a tangent <laughs> here so uh kilimanjaro safaris when you walk into animal kingdom you know you go in you, you go around the corner you see the big tree of life mm-hmm. hang on the left side but not too far left because too far left is going to take you over to avatar and that whole area and pandora go around there towards africa and that's where the kilimanjaro safaris are kind of in the back left corner of the park uh this thing is big i don't know if you know this so this one is 110 acres it is it's it's the largest and longest distance-wise attraction ever built for a Disney park. One okay, I've got a bunch of fun facts for this, and there's a ton of fun facts coming up. My my one of my first favorite fun facts about this: you could take Magic Kingdom and drop it into Kilimanjaro Safaris. No it's way, that big. It's that big. Yeah, I'm shook right now. I'm visibly yeah. shook. I cannot the the amount of land because they let those animals roam. right. There's it's a like ton of land. It's a reservation. Like yeah. it's supposed to be like a place where the animals like stay. I don't think they're yeah. putting them in other places, well, are they? So some of them. That, so it's funny you mention that. Some of them they will move over towards the Animal Kingdom Lodge where like the the hotel is. Oh yeah, the and hotel so the resort. Uh, so some of them will go back and forth. Like the drafts kind of go back and forth between that, and they do kind of rotate some animals out. Apparently, there's like at the very end there's some zebras that sometimes are there, sometimes yeah. aren't. So they rotate them out with like backstage and stuff. But on stage, they have a lot of space. Wow. And so they they do like they don't sleep there all the time, though. They actually have areas where they'll like take the animals in and let them sleep in like Mm. safer areas. Uh, but yeah, it's it's huge. That's the the idea that you could take all of Magic Kingdom and drop it. I'm still trying to process that like Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is big. It's big. It's big. <laughs> but honestly, uh, Magic Kingdom was designed kind of with the the idea of Disneyland in, you know, in, in, in sort size of, or yeah, whatever, yeah. scale. So it's kind of perspective, you know, scale of it because they had done that before. It's like, let's kind of redo it. So it's kind of a copy and paste. And Disneyland is actually pretty small. Okay. It's very compact and there's a lot of stuff kind of in there. And then with Epcot and sort of the other parks with Animal Kingdom with Hollywood Studios, they kind of started letting larger themselves and breathe. Yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's open this up. Let's expand out some of the walkways and stuff um but like disneyland and california adventure are actually really compact parks because again they're landlocked out 
there. You mm. know, they, they don't have all of the acreage of land to be able to spread out to if they want to. Uh, whereas, you know, Animal Kingdom or all the other parks aside from Magic Kingdom, I mean, even Magic Kingdom does have room to grow. Not as much as you'd think. But uh, yeah, so it is very much a compact park. But it's, it's, you know, still the idea that like, oh, this one attraction's bigger right. than the whole park is pretty wild to me. Uh, so uh, one fun thing is so Walt Disney originally when they were opening up Disneyland, the Jungle Cruise. that So the Jungle Cruise is sort of the precursor to what Kilimanjaro Safaris is. Oh, wow. Because when they opened up Jungle Cruise, initially Walt Disney himself wanted to put real animals on the Jungle Cruise. Oh. He wanted to have zebras and wildebeests and all kinds of things. That was He was like, oh, this would be great if you actually go on a cruise and see like safari right. stuff. And then they were like, yeah, Walt, you can't do that, man. <laughs> that's, that's, it's going to be so expensive to do, so impossible to keep them out of certain areas. Right. It's like, no, we, we just can't do that. That man's a man ahead of his time yeah and so 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 honestly kilimanjaro safaris is, is a spiritual successor to the jungle cruise that's so cool which is neat i didn't really think about that so uh, you know so 50 years later after you know 1955 when disneyland opened and then you know 50 ish years later like boom we have the you know kilimanjaro safaris uh joe roadie you know joe roadie I don't know, homie Rody. Joe, Joe Rody, he's an Imagineer. If you've okay. ever watched like the Imagineering story, he's the one that has the giant ear with all of the rings and oh, stuff. Oh, the rings and stuff on him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that dude. So that dude is pretty much responsible for all of Animal Kingdom. That okay. Guy, he, that, Animal Kingdom was his baby, metaphorically. Like he, he oversaw the direction of it. Basically, Eisner said, make a park. And he went, okay. And so, uh, you know, at the time, Michael Eisner was the CEO of Disney. And so Joe Rody was the one behind it. They would go, he would take the Imagineers out to Africa and go on safari and kind of it really kind of told the story of what Animal Kingdom was wanted or what he wanted it to be and uh and he was the driving force behind the entire thing and so he is the one who oversaw the attraction and he wanted to make sure this felt real and one big thing about Disney was every attraction had to tell a story and there needed right. to be a reason why you're there not just like let's just do this thing it's like no right. no why, what's going on here and initially the whole the whole idea of the park for for the most part is conservancy and you know living with animals right. and living with nature and so when they were building Kilimanjaro Safaris they very much wanted to reiterate that it's like oh we're doing positive things like uh, one neat thing I didn't know about this, but all of the animals in Animal Kingdom were actually brought in from other zoos or acquired from reputable breeders. Like they didn't take any animals from the from, wild. I was gonna ask. Yeah. Okay. And so like all of the all the animals you ha the, they have at Animal Kingdom were all brought in. So it's like not they're not going out and taking animals from where from their natural, their natural habitat, habitat. Yeah. which is kind of cool. They're also helping you know breed and like get more of these animals out right, there. Right. Like, right. Even you know, my favorite animal. What, what what's your favorite animal of all time? Oh, I'm a big fan. It probably wouldn't be in the Kilimanjaro are safari okay. but in some other places um i love us good snow leopard Ooh, snow leopards i just love their coats and they're so cute to me <laughs> nice nice see my, my favorite another cat my favorite animal of all time is a cheetah I okay love, cheetahs love cheetahs are awesome cheetahs are awesome and i've said this fact for people have said it's wrong but uh cheetahs they are the largest cat that purrs really yeah which okay is pretty cool. at least that's what i've been told so, but there, every time I say that, someone's like, no, it's not actually correct. Anyway, that's <laughs> what I've been told. So anyway, they have cheetahs there. That makes me very happy. But the cheetah population is actually very much dwindling down. And there's actually uh, at uh, uh, the Smithsonian uh, zoos up in Washington, D.C. They are in, in D.C. area. They actually have like a cheetah refuge. Oh, hidden wow. away where they've helped rebreed the cheetahs and get them back up to larger like population. Oh, that's size, awesome. Which is kind of cool. So anyway, I was a big fan of cheetahs. I always wanted like my dream in life was to go pet a cheetah. Yeah. 
then I watch Tiger King and I'm like, I never want to touch a cheetah. <laughs> like, no, no, that's I'm I don't want sorry, not I don't want to give money to anyone that would make that happen. Like, right, right. I'll donate money to a cheetah conservatories and stuff mm -hmm. and like make sure that's right. But it's like, nope, nope, not trying to do that anymore. So anyway, don't watch Tiger King. It's horrible. It's a horrible, <laughs> horrible show. Oh, man. Okay, what else happened there? So Joe Rody, so he was the guy behind it all. He's he's recently left the Disney uh, sort of network of people. Uh, okay. there, was, there was some stuff where uh, the former CEO, Bob Chapek, he was moving. He basically sort of forced all the Imagineers to move from California to Florida. They're building a new facility in Florida where they're going to start moving all of their design uh, and creation okay. stuff to Florida. He pretty much went like, yeah, if you want to be an Imagineer, you need to live in Florida. And there's a lot of people that are, you know, not maybe not so not of the same thinking as as some politicians in Florida and they're oh, like yeah. cool I'm never moving there so I'm retiring right right and so uh Joe Rody has left uh Disney but now with uh Bob Iger coming back sounds like that move might not happen or at least not Ooh. to the extent that it might so maybe we might see Joe Rody come back at you some know, point you know a little consulting here or there or something like that yeah. I'd be down for yeah. it yeah yeah you know cuz even people like you know like we're friends with Dave Cobb and like yeah. Dave Cobb still helps you know like advise right. on attractions and stuff and it's like you know like oh yeah maybe he's not full time and call you and be like, what's your rates for the yeah. day? Can I get your thoughts on this? Exactly. We need you in on this project, maybe. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's such a unique thing. Like, you know, Imagineers and, and the designers like that, like, that's such a cool, unique job, you know, because you have to be thinking about it from so many different angles and yeah. perspectives. It's like, okay, we have this idea for a ride, but also it literally needs to be able to push a million people through it a year and not break down to any extent. <laughs> it's like, holy crap like the thinking and the logic behind that stuff it, it blows me it's away. next it's, level it's for sure really really cool uh when they were designing this attraction before animal kingdom actually opened disney botanist actually asked for two years to plant stuff inside of the attraction to get it to establish actually, and grow wow. which is wild to me that they were like yeah we need to know the layout of this attraction two years in advance so we can like place stuff in the correct areas to let it grow and establish and so it won't immediately get washed out or knocked over anything that's awesome and they got it too which is cool that is wow, super super that's cool so much planning yeah that's that's that is wild to me and also one neat thing so uh you don't really like we don't really talk about the botanists and like the planters at disney right. but there's a lot of greenery that goes around from like the plants hanging down main street usa mm -hmm. to like the trees in animal kingdom um, when I did the Disney marathon both times, one of the neat things is when you finish, so you run through animal kingdom. And so most of the, most of the run is backstage at the parks, or at least when you're in the parks, you go backstage and stuff. See things that, you know, most normal guests wouldn't see, but over by animal kingdom, they actually have the grow houses for the various plants. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you can like, you literally run by like the, the big greenhouses where they're growing like the flowers that then go on main street USA. Oh, so cool. And it's one of those things you don't really think about, it, but it's like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. They're not buying those plants all they? the time. It's like they can just, ha they can hire a team that maintains them. But yeah, yeah. all of those greenhouses are near animal kingdom so you run wow. you, i ran past them during the marathon that's really, awesome really cool. i had no idea yeah and see if you ran the marathon you could see that okay too. listen Jack. <laughs> you're asking for a lot here 5k you won't see that 5k you're gonna run you know, you're on backstage at, at uh, epcot but okay. you're not you're not gonna see the animal kingdom stuff it's okay it's okay <laughs> actually i have the google maps thing up here because i was looking at um I was looking at the size of Magic Kingdom versus Animal Kingdom, uh -huh. and I'm trying to see if I can find... Like the scale between the, the two parts yeah, as a whole? Yeah, and I'm trying to see if I can find, actually, the greenhouses uh, where they're building all this stuff. That's Conservation Station. Have you ever been to the Conservation Station? I don't think so. I, I, I've never been there. So it's kind of tough to see, but all of this, all of that area there is all greenhouses. Really? That they, they're, they're doing plants Oh, and I can see the shape of the building now, though. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, wow. It's big. I guess it makes sense to keep it near, though. You're going to have people who are a little bit more, like, equipped with, like, nature and animals and, like, all of the greenery. I feel like that's not the right word, but it is. No, that's that's totally the right word. (laughs) I keep thinking it's a color, and I'm like, no, that means, like, like, shrubbery. You can see that's all farmland there. They're literally, like, growing crops and stuff out there. So, you know, it's one of those things, too, where I want to say, so I think one of the dirty secrets about uh, living with the land is that, you know, they have all the stuff growing in, in the actual living with the land area. And they say, like, oh, this is where all the stuff for, uh, you know, the uh, the Mickey's restaurant, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, you know, the, the food there is grown here. Mm-hmm. They, they usually say it's grown here at Disney World. That's actually where it's grown. You think it's there, not in the ride yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're pulling out carrots from that ride. Like, maybe Listen, every now and then. I didn't but... know the ride had real food in it, and I'm an idiot. So <laughs> anything is possible at this point. Oh, yeah. So if, if you're ever looking at Google Maps, if you pop open Google Maps, search Animal Kingdom, just go north, and you'll see kind of like the, the north side of the park is where the um, Kilimanjaro Safaris is. Beyond that, that is where all of the sort of green areas are where they're growing stuff and whatnot so pretty kind of cool little neat little fact there one of those things that i didn't know about and so i love sharing information about it so that's really cool what else we got here so they have some secret tricks because on the ride you want you kill them in jar as far as you want to see you want to see the animals right yeah you, you know? gotta have tricks to get the animals yeah are, are we you know are we gonna see dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour yeah so you're gonna see animals and so they do a lot of like sneaky things that guests don't know about including having air-conditioned rocks where some of these animals, because it's Florida, oh, it gets cool hot. Off by. They literally will put stuff out there that the animals know. It's like, oh, I know that rock right there is actually the cool rock. I can go lay on that, and it's like, oh, it just happens to be where people can see you. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat that they do stuff like that. Also, they'll hide air conditioning. Well, like they'll have fans going, and it's like, okay, in this area, there's cooler air, so you can go out there and like get some cool air. And you might be in view of the guests. <laughs> they also put out hidden troughs of food where like you like the guests can't see the food, but like the animals will come out there and eat, and it's like, oh, they're actually out there. Um, and that's kind of cool and it makes sense and there's a lot of neat things they do So one thing that I saw when I was there one time was they were weighing the birds uh, Like because like, they have like different exhibits throughout the whole park and stuff And we, right. were, we were watching one of the cast members working with an animal and she, we asked her, like what are you doing? She said oh, we're, we're weighing them right now Do you have any idea how to weigh a bird? What would be your trick to weigh a bird? Um, I guess like I don't know. I guess initially my gut instinct is like you want them to sit on something, but I feel like that's not going to work very well. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe it's something with like holding the wings out, maybe like ho- like holding them like <laughs> just, just like dabbing the bird I'm, on I'm a wondering, scale. Yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> no. So what they do is they actually have in most of the sort of the the they're not pins, but most of the areas that the animals are in, they'll have a little square that's in the ground and they'll train the animals to go stand on that square and they'll give them treats when they stand there. Oh, okay. And so the birds know it's like, oh, I'll go stand here and I'll get a fish or I'll get a treat or whatever. Cool. So they'll go stand in those spots and they have access to see what, how much weight is on that spot at that point, that time. Oh, that's so, sick. I cool. didn't know that. A lot of neat stuff. A lot of little hidden tricks and, and things like that throughout the park is really, really cool. Um, so let's get into the original plot of Kilimanjaro Safari. So like I told like I told you before, Joe Rody always wanted to have every attraction have a reason for being right. there. And so one of the big things about the Kilimanjaro Safaris is they wanted to talk about conservancy and honestly they wanted to talk about poachers yeah. because poachers are a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So they devised uh the Imagineers devised a plot line for Kilimanjaro Safaris where, you know, the whole idea is you're on this safari for a week roughly 
when you get on when you get on the bus, your your tour guide, uh, they talk they talk about like, oh, you know, like we're working with scientists in the field and like people out there in the conservancy areas, and you're driving around. And during the initial version of the the ride, it's not it's different now, but the initial version of the ride, there would be a radio call in that said, hey, we've discovered poachers yeah. out in the land. And it's like, uh-oh. And, you know, one, one of the big moments in the Kilimanjaro, as far as you see elephants, and it's like mm-hmm. elephants are there, and these poachers want these elephants. Yeah. And so Big Red and Little Red. Big Red and Little Red. Uh, big Red is awesome. So Big Red, obviously, the mama. Little Red's the baby. And so Big Red and Little Red, they've been captured. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And so at one point, your your vehicle uh, towards kind of like the second third or the maybe the last third of the attraction mm-hmm. encounters a poacher camp. And it's like, oh, there's tents and there's like guns yeah. and stuff. And then you, like the your driver's like, oh, there's poachers in the woods. You start hearing gunshots. Oh, my. Yeah, this this is <laughs> got changed pretty quick. You start hearing gunshots. So your driver bur- like books, books it out it, of there. Yeah. And then you go like, we have to save. We have to save. Yeah, yeah. Little Red. We have to save Little Red. And so you're, you're just careening through the back area of this going really fast. And you round a corner and there in front of you is a dead elephant. Elephant. Yeah, <laughs> Big Red, the elephant, they had a statue, or I mean a statue, a model of a dead elephant. And I want to say her tusks were cut off, too. Yeah. Horrifying. Horrifying. Traumatic. Yeah, and so you see that, and that's horrible. And then, uh, so you're then like, oh, we have to save Little Red, and you hear, like, gunfire and stuff over the radio. You round another corner. And it's uh, it's uh, one of the uh, what's like another concert like someone from the the tour guys that was someone from the tour group with a gun pointed at like somewhere out in the bushes. And it's like we got him, we got him, and it's right. don't worry, Little Red's okay. And there was like a truck, and like Little Red was like moving its head. It's mm-hmm. like we save Little Red, and uh, and then you finish the ride, <laughs> and 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 you know it absolutely terrified a bunch of children. I think I was that child. Yeah. Do you remember seeing? I, yes. I remember the, the not having the tusks. I, I remember something about bones. And I don't know if it was Little Red, but I remember seeing bones at some point. Mm. But that might have been something different. I think so. I remember seeing. You remember seeing a dead elephant? I remember elephant? seeing a dead elephant with no <laughs> tusks. I, I vividly remember that. Yeah. So uh, this that was something that apparently during cast member previews, the cast members were like, what the heck Shook, is this? Like, yeah. yeah, it's like we can't do that. And very quickly, the the dead little red was removed from the attraction, and uh, they alluded to that she had been. They found her okay. or something like that. I, I think, or I, maybe I just saw. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely remember there being a camp. I definitely remember like hearing stuff over the radio. So, but mm. yeah. And so, because I remember something, I I don't know if I saw a dead elephant. I definitely went out there early after uh, after Animal Kingdom opened, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I remember that. So, okay, okay. But yeah, it's one of those things that also like I've also seen images and watched videos right. that maybe my maybe brain, your brain is putting it. Yeah, it's it's made a memory for right, me. Right, like totally. I, I incepted myself with a dead elephant. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's lots. If, if you want to watch, I, I don't know if there's videos. I actually haven't looked at but I'm sure there's some kind of video out there of of the original version of the attraction. Um, obviously, that's changed. Uh, the whole so the, the script very quickly got changed up a little bit at the very beginning to remove the dead elephant. Then more and more, they started kind of tweaking it and making it less about like Lil Red being kidnapped. And then eventually back in, I want to say 2007, 
2007-2008, they removed uh, a big chunk of the little red scene. I think the actual little animatronic they had, they got rid of that. And then in February of 2012, the little red portion of the story was completely removed. So Wait, it, it's gone now? Yeah, yeah I don't talk okay, about Okay, I definitely have seen it OG. okay okay yeah because yeah. like you said 2007 is this is the first major that, change that's when they that's when they started kind of tweaking it i was definitely there before that okay. for sure yeah I, I've, I know i've seen different versions of it yeah I, I worked out there in 2002 so i oh, saw okay. an older version so you have it. seen an older yeah. version yeah definitely and so uh but yeah in, in 2012 the uh, little red portion of the story is completely gone what? Or, or, or they start they removed a bit of it and then by october is what it said all traces were gone so they got rid of everything so what's the plot then so now it's more about just co conservation in general and so like let's look at these animals and like their natural habitat even though it's a zoo and so there's not really a story there used to be like there's a bridge you go over and like i remember at some point the bridge would like yeah. sway or creak or You're something like, oh yeah and it's still there you still drive over it but they've they've cleaned it up so it doesn't look all like a rat like a you know a bridge is about to fall apart right but you still get like there's one portion where you go kind of slow over a bridge and that bridge used to be like the one i want to say there were crocodiles underneath it and it's like oh we have to be careful going over this right yeah 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 and but now it's kind of you just you just kind of slowly move over it i'm upset yeah i had no idea i had that many changes yeah it's it's been it's you know it's gone through it's I it's, guess it's, it's 25 years old so. i know it's been a minute since i've also been to animal kingdom like yeah. you're making me remember i'm like the last time i went uh it's probably around whenever it started being rolled out yeah, so. yeah. ever's great attraction yeah. um yeah i'm trying to think the last time i actually went to animal kingdom to like enjoy animal kingdom mm -hmm. uh i mean because i've run through it twice in the last two years right right but that's but not really being at the park yeah as far as visiting and like i missed out on kite tails like <laughs> which was <laughs> I, I like that came and went in a very brief amount of time i'm sad i missed that but anyway i have to go back i'm actually going i'm going to florida next week for extra life united so by now it's it's past but uh it's a big charity event you know extra life obviously we do every year but yeah. they do uh, children's miracle network which hosts extra life they throw big events every year in florida and so i'm going next week for like five days to go hang out and like help out out there so and then i'm going back the week after that to do my springtime surprise race Ooh. which uh would have happened uh it's april 11th so that would have just happened this past weekend so i hope i did good <laughs> i hope i finished <laughs> future so, you is listening now <laughs> yeah and then uh then a friend of ours is gonna be out there filming something Ooh. uh that i might go back out to florida again so we'll see we'll see i don't know it's, it's a lot of time in florida so <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, so Kilimanjaro Safari is obviously, I personally love this attraction because it's a hosted attraction. Yep. You know me. I love my hosted attractions. Me too. I, I love a tour guide. I love someone speaking to an audience. I love someone reacting to it. And um, unlike, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, this whole thing is like just on a guided wire. Those are actual trucks. Yeah. So they're actually driving they're the driving trucks it. around. They're driving it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One fun thing, though. So, you know, the tracks, like the muddy tracks that you kind of go through, mm -hmm. it's actually concrete. Those aren't real. That's not real mud. Wait, that's not real mud. Yeah, it's made to look like it's been. It you know, looks like mud. But the thing is, if it was dirt, that would get torn up oh, so right. much because they're running those trucks nonstop, dispatching right. like crazy. And if that was real dirt and mud, that those would be destroyed. No, the trucks would be getting stuck in the ground exactly. if it was actual mud. Exactly. Oh man. Uh, so the trucks themselves are actually they're surrounded by uh, like if you look at them from a distance, they have uh, not roll not roll cages, but there there's like a skirt around the wheels and the bottom of the truck because they don't want anything to get under it because mm. there are animals out there and they don't want anything to be able to get under the truck. Right. Um, one thing, one of the last times I rode this a few years ago, I was on it and a tour guide who was taking, or I guess our, our guide, not tour guide, I guess the safari guide. Yeah. 
uh, they missed a turn just by a little bit where they didn't start turning in time or like their wheel kind of bounced or something. And the thing is, they're not allowed to back up the trucks without someone else there. Oh, man. So we basically made it where we went just a bit too far and they were going to have to reverse the truck. We had to sit there for about 10 minutes <sighs> while someone else came out and was there to make sure nothing was behind right, us. Right, you don't want to back up into an animal like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. And it's like a big truck. It's not just a normal size no, car. No, it holds 32 people and yeah. it's, it's suspended. It's a big truck. So uh, that was interesting. And it's also, you know, the attraction itself lasts between 18 and 22 minutes, kind of depending on, you know, it's, it's a pretty long attraction. But, you know, there are wild animals on the attraction and there are rhinos that are yep. wandering rhinos. around. And some of these rhinos, they're kind of jerks and will like yep. those go sit in the road mm -hmm. and they're not going to go around them. So those they'll just sit there and, be and like, you have to wait. Yep. That yep. has happened to me once for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rhinos, emus, uh, some of the, like the larger creatures will just kind of those wander into the road every now and then. Like, <laughs> you know, but you don't want to, you know, honk at a giraffe. Right. I mean, we're it's, guests in their in their domain. Exactly, so exactly. we got to respect them. Yeah. I'm curious. That'll be my, my question of the week this week. So, you know, we always ask the question of the audience. Have you ever been on Kilimanjaro safaris and had an animal interrupt your safari or any interesting <laughs> things on there? I'm really curious to hear what you guys yeah. have been through, because I, I know I've I've seen animals that are just kind of like, All right, I'm going to park myself for a bit. I actually do have a story. Um, when I was out there in 2002 or 2005, when I was doing my college program, uh, I worked with someone. I don't know if this is true. I want to believe it's true. Uh, a, because I love cheetahs, and, and B, because this is an awesome, horrible oh, story. okay, here we go. So, you know, they uh, when they, they feed the animals and whatnot, they have, like, troughs and stuff to go eat at. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's like they, they're they not feeding them live animals, at least not in front of cast or in front of a guest or anything like that. But supposedly, one day, one of my friends, their friend was a tour guide on the Kilimanjaro okay. Safari driving a car around, and they noticed the cheetahs were being extra energetic. And I was like, that's interesting weird and all of a sudden the cheetahs burst in a full sprint there was a rabbit in their enclosure and uh cheetahs move very quickly when they yeah. want to and those cheetahs caught that rabbit oh my god and proceeded to have a little afternoon snack <laughs> in front of a bunch of guests oh no and uh, a lot of guests thought that was part of the show and right. it's like mm -mm, no so that that rabbit picked the wrong place oh, to end no. up not the bun bun whether or not that's true i don't know i'd like to believe it's true you know they are still wild animals and you right. know that's that's pretty impressive and it's so. like it could happen i mean it's yeah. florida something could just wander yeah. its way well, in that is one of the things too is during the attraction uh you know the, the whole idea is you're supposed to be transported to africa and it's all these african animals really cool stuff you know lions and and, and cheetahs and elephants and giraffes um but there's florida wildlife right that will sometimes wander onto the tour and uh the tour guides they never mention the actual florida wildlife so you know there's a flamingo pond at the flamingo pond there's also ducks <laughs> because ducks find like oh this is a cool this nice is a area there's this food is safe. here there's food here <laughs> so uh yeah so ducks will show up. i was something to say birds probably come down and yeah. hang out <laughs> uh, also ibis which is another like common florida bird those things will be seen all over the place mm -hmm. uh also uh vultures or black vultures which we call uh, we so we call them buzzards do you call them buzzards i've ever? heard both okay I've heard both. so apparently a buzzard is just a black vulture is what oh. they're called it's, it's that kind of bird but i was different color vultures i, I didn't know that i, I guess so maybe. Oh. but uh but anyway so buzzards show up every now and then and again there's just food kind of scattered about right. so it's like all right so but yeah the uh, the the tour guides are very much like that. They don't they don't they talk don't about exist. Them. I yeah, don't know. No, we don't we don't just talk. We don't about. talk about them. <laughs> uh, what other fun facts I got here? Let's so, oh so 
You know me, I love my hidden Mickeys. Yeah. Uh, there is an enormous hidden Mickey, a an island-sized hidden Mickey, the Flamingo area. So there's Flamingo Island at one point, where mm-hmm. it's like this big island surrounded by water. The island itself, it's almost impossible to see from the vehicle. The island itself is in the shape of a Mickey. <gasps> yeah, there's a tree on it and stuff, but the ground is three no circles way. that make a Mickey. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Kind of cool. If you look at Google Maps, you can see the whole thing. Ah! Yeah, it's, it's really, really neat. That's It's very, very large. Not as big as the one at Hollywood Studios, but still. That's still, <laughs> that's still my favorite hidden Mickey of all time. The Before they added Sunset, do yourself a favor. Go look for a 1989 map of Disney Disney MGM Studios yep. and turn it upside down. It's really cool. There's a big old hidden Mickey at the courtyard of the Great Movie Ride. And then, you know, it's like the Echo, Echo Lake is an ear. And then there was another ear painted on top of the Brown Derby. And now where Sunset is. It's all gone now, <laughs> unfortunately. But anyway, what else here? Um, So if you're looking for a good time to visit, yeah. the uh, you know, visit the attraction, you will see a lot of animals around and stuff. The morning is the best time to do it. Okay. So if you can get there first thing in the morning, because A, the animals are waking up and getting their breakfast. Right. So they're moving around for the first time. Also, it's cooler typically in the morning. So they're going to be a little more active. Active. Yeah, so okay. they're gonna be active. They're gonna be staying out in the sun and yeah. whatnot, actually wandering around, checking out some stuff. So, like, that's your animal, like, uh, oh my goodness, I almost called it Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a game, not the park. Uh, but your your start there at the park has got to be go to that ride first, then essentially. I mean, ideally, yes, but the problem is that attraction fills up very, very quick. Mm. So, you know, if you, it's funny if you watch. Um, Defunct Land's video on FastPass. They do a whole thing. There's a whole thing about Animal Kingdom. I won't spoil it for you, but there's a whole thing about Animal Kingdom, and they really like they they basically break down that there are two attractions at Animal Kingdom that people go on. They go on uh, the Avatar Flight of Passage, and they go on Kilimanjaro Safaris, and to a lesser extent, uh, Expedition Everest right. and Dinosaur. Um, but th- like those two, so Flight of Passage and Kilimanjaro Safaris are by far the busiest attractions there. And also the thing with Kilimanjaro Safaris is like, you know, it doesn't really go down. Like it doesn't really break because like if a vehicle goes down, they just pull it and they've got a whole bunch of vehicles running. But if something happens where a rhino sits in the road, you're sitting there. All right. You're not going to move, which means everything, the waterfall effect happens and then everything back to the queue. Right. It it also slows down. So Mm. yeah, it can be a little bit tricky. So if you ever get get genie plus or something like that, maybe, maybe grab the lightning link for this one. It goes very, very quickly. So check that one out. Uh, So from Wikipedia, I pulled out some interesting facts, uh, some from uh, Joe Rohde himself. The queue for Kilimanjaro Safaris was inspired by the Mbuyu Camp. Uh, uh, the Mbuyu Camp check-in on the Selous S-E-L-O-U-S Selous Reserve in southern Tanzania. Okay. So Joe Rohde and the Imagineers went there when they were doing research for uh, for Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so the, there's like a big tree and kind of like a little like draped sort of canopy. Yeah. That's almost an exact clop- copy oh, of the one cool. they saw when they were in Africa at the Selous Reserve in Tanzania. Very, very cool. Uh, so again, here I mentioned before, Kilimanjaro Safaris is the largest attraction ever created by Disney. Obviously, it's massive. Uh, the Kilimanjaro, the, the actual ride vehicles themselves are based on the ones that they use in South Africa's Kruger National Park. So they okay. have they do things where they like take people around in actual safaris, and so they base the ride vehicles kind of off that one too. Cool. Also, uh, I mentioned before that the ground, you know, the the, the path you ride on is all concrete. Mm-hmm. There's like mud on the side of the vehicles. That's just painted concrete. They like. Sp- 
sprayed it on to make it look like mud. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Like all the visuals and like I feel like the overall vibe is just really on point. I think that's why I like this ride yeah. so much because like I've been on a couple like safaris myself. I've been to South Africa and like the experience as much as it is, you know, kind of staged in a way is really similar. Like even down to the tricks to try to get the animals to come out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not putting AC out in, in the middle of Africa, <laughs> but they do have techniques like the mm -hmm. people who would give you those tours in the Jeeps and like try to get certain animals to come out or no specific location to be like they come out at this time and I might throw a treat here or there you know you know I might yeah. not supposed to be but you're gonna see a rhino if you yeah. come with me so that's so cool to see that and yeah. see so much care put into it yeah yeah and even like Joe Rody talked about that when they went on these tours in Africa uh, they noticed it would be like oh there's like a mama cheetah out with like a uh, you know a pup or a kitten or whatever they call them the baby cheetahs <laughs> pup or a kitten. And, but then it would be like seven vehicles crowded yep. around this one area mm -hmm. and it really kind of took a away from the whole like feel of it it didn't feel as natural it right felt like, oh here's like an attraction everyone's there look at the thing and then drive off and so when they designed the the kilimanjaro safaris they wanted to feel more intimate where it's like you know you're always rounding turns and bins and there's trees and hills put in such a way that you can't tell there's another vehicle mm -hmm. just around the corner from you like they space them out in such a way and based on like the way they dispatch they're able to kind of hide that from you so you never really see more than maybe one or two other vehicles on the road at the same time yeah so they take that into account it's no, very, totally. very clever. i mean i have my my like famous famous uh my most memorable experiences i did in fact get to see um like i guess it was a cheetah uh hunt i'm thinking it I don't think it was a gazelle, but it was a gazelle type. And we've, like, my truck found it. Oh, wow. But they they call it in, like, uh. to their homies. So <laughs> it would be, like, maybe one or two trucks that kind of came around. But they were courteous. They wanted yeah, to yeah. set it up, but also not get in the way of what the hunt might be. Okay. But then, sure enough, after you see two or three trucks there, other trucks are like, what's going on over yeah, here? Yeah, what's hey, that? What are you looking at? Right, and it definitely takes away from the experience. Yeah, so yeah. I love that it's so intimate in the park. Yeah, yeah, and it's, and again, like they, this thing is huge, so they can put a lot of vehicles. I, I, I don't know the, the the actual number of trucks they have running at any one time, but it's gotta be pretty significant. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here, what else? So um, the Imagineers had to place over 2.3 million plants when that's making Kilimanjaro safaris, plants and trees. That's absolutely wild. And also, Imagineers, they had to move 1.5 million cubic yards of dirt as well, which is crazy. That is so much dirt. I mean, it makes sense, but like you don't think you don't think about that yeah. at all. That, oh my yeah, that's a, that's a lot of dirt you have to shift around to make. Yeah, because they're making an outback. They're making a whole thing. Right? They're, so, they're making an entire ecosystem, yeah. or I don't know what to call it. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's that's wild. Uh, so and also so one of the things is they they the very end of the attraction at one point they brought in zebras. Mm -hmm. So like the last sort of show scene they had was zebras and that whole enclosure there. But apparently the zebras were getting a little bitey. <laughs> so, much much. Yeah. So apparently they were fighting each other and also um, they were a little bit frisky to to put it family friendly. And so apparently the zebras they've come and gone a few times. Uh, no pun intended. Um, and so like every now but supposedly they're still there. Um, I feel like I remember seeing zebras. Yeah, so apparently they'll show up every now and then, but they're, they're okay. not like a staple. You can't count on mm. zebras being there, but apparently they do show up occasionally. Okay. So 
Uh, whether or not they'll be there every time, I don't know. But keep it, keep an eye on the last. Apparently, like it's there's another uh, larger kind of like not an antelope, but something like that towards the end. They'll kind of rotate them out. So okay. Sometimes you see zebras, sometimes you don't. And uh, let's see here. Oh, and also, so according to Imagineer Joe Rody, at one time there was a bloody zebra carcass that was that was used as a carnivore drinker. So basically, they had like a like a thing they would fill with water that the larger animals would drink out of. Oh, and so that might be the bones I'm thinking of. Maybe. Yeah, because like apparently it was really freaky, and they got rid of it <laughs> pretty quickly after putting it out there. But I again, I remember seeing like a dead animal or right. something, and that may have been it. So I'm not 100 percent sure if that is true or not. So, uh, very, very cool attraction. Obviously, l again, let us know in the comments over roosterteeth.com if uh, you have any fun experiences on Kilimanjaro safaris because I, I'm very curious. Because this, more so than pretty much any attraction out there, is is you know open like it can happen right. different things can happen on it stuff. it's the most like organic like yeah. natural ride yeah right? it's like i mean like you know maybe maybe uh, a giraffe came and shoved its head under the canopy i don't know like I i'm curious if you've had any fun experiences on kilimanjaro safaris let us know in the comments at roosterteeth.com and when we do a live stream we're gonna be doing our next live stream probably in i don't know if this will be before or after our next one but it will, we're doing one in the middle of april and we're doing one in the middle of may and so uh yeah so well, we'll read through some of them and, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know what was out there. Some really, really cool stuff. But uh, fun time. That's pretty much going to do it for Kilimanjaro Safaris. Do you, you, you have a good time on Kilimanjaro Safaris? Do you, is that one of the attractions you have to go to every time you go to Animal Kingdom? Oh, yeah. That's a staple. Yeah. Like, for sure. I just didn't know the morning was the wave. I think yeah. we usually catch it, like, in between when everyone's doing lunch and stuff. Yeah. So. But then again, it's not the best time to see the animals. No, so. no, it starts getting pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, one neat thing is the queue for this one, I know for a fact, actually has a frozen lemonade stand in the middle of the, the line. So because the line gets so long, they literally have like, they have, they, I want to say they have restrooms and they have frozen lemonade you They're can like, pick up. They're like, we've got you, don't worry. Yeah, because it gets very, very <laughs> hot and it's a very windy queue. But uh, anyway, fun times. So uh, excellent. Let us, let us know about your Kilimanjaro experiences. BK, you feel like you learned anything today? Yeah, I learned that Magic Kingdom is not that big, and my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> that's that's what I was aiming for. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> that you would panic and and start questioning I have, your existence. I'm questioning my existence. I thought the scale, like my brain cannot compute. <laughs> wow. It's okay. You'll be all right. You're safe here. You're safe here. So thank you again, everyone, for listening and watching Annual Pass. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're annual underscore pass over on Twitter and on Instagram. Annual Pass Pod on TikTok and YouTube.com slash annual pass if you want to see the video version of the show. Go to store.roosty.com. Pick up some merch. We got plenty of merch still in the store right now. You can grab one of those stickers, throw it on a mug just like that. And uh, they're, they're very, very cool stuff. We love it, and it supports the show. So we thank you very, very much. Again, we mentioned in the past, but we've got some stuff coming up with Annual Pass coming out. We'll be letting you guys know about sort of the future of Annual Pass coming up pretty soon once we kind of figure out exactly what's going on with it but yeah there will be some changes coming just letting you know right now so we're working on some things but we're still going to be talking about theme parks as long as we possibly can so don't you worry your your pretty head about that yeah. it'll be good times but until then we'll see you next time take care of yourselves we love you and we'll see you in the future bye everyone see ya